When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to It's Your Funeral, the podcast where we interview guests about the most important day of their afterlives as ever. I'm here with my death partner, Sam Hammond, a.k.a. at Von Grease. Sam. How are you? It's been around three minutes since we last recorded. Have you snuck off to a funeral in between? Yeah. No, I haven't. I feel a lot better, actually, because I was hungover and <laughs> anxious and upset before. But <laughs> now you just gave me a beer and I feel good again. That's exactly what It's Your Funeral is about. Beers and uh, making people feel less like death. Uh, as ever, we want to hear from you guys at home about any weird, funny, interesting, strange anecdotes and stories about funerals or death have you been at a funeral where someone woke up that's my dream email if i'm totally honest uh where they've been at a funeral someone comes up from the grave uh, but we'll also accept uh, smaller less important stories if you've got anything it's uh email pod it's your funeral at gmail.com that's pod it's your funeral at gmail.com but most importantly our guest today singer songwriter and producer joe dudridge joe how are you hello i am well thank you i am <laughs> Not on death's door anymore. Uh, after <laughs> after my pasta this afternoon, I think I've got a uh, undiagnosed gluten intolerance, which causes mm. me deep pain whenever I have any <laughs> pasta or a pizza. So, do you know what? Joking aside, and this hadn't crossed my mind before you just said about death's door. I've just remembered that you have at least, in my mind, two stories of having been at death's door. One, you ha- you only I believe have one lung from when you were very young, and two. You, I think you once told me a story about how you were in hospital and you had one of those things attached to your finger that takes your like heart rate or whatever and it fell off and someone was in there and it looked like you died. Uh, that is, <laughs> yeah, that is almost correct. Um, I was in Australia when I was much younger and I got men- meningitis. And um, before they do a lumbar puncture, which is like a spinal tap, they, uh, have to, they've got all these things on your body and I've got quite a hairy chest. Uh, listeners won't be able to see sure. that. Bloody but, lad. Uh, it's definitely there. <laughs> but I had all the pads which um, you know measure your heart rate and all the, all your vitals. Because I had such a hairy chest, um, the pads came off, but my mum and my girlfriend at the time were, were watching, and so they saw like the, the beasts. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> you should have faked it. Yeah, but it was, it was horrible because I could see their faces and see them watching me die. Of course, I wasn't dying at that point, but um, yeah, it was, ve- it was very amusing because everyone rushed in because it was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Is that the ch- I think you told me about this and you said like, 
I think your 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 mum was like, "What can we do to like help you out? Do you feel okay?" And you're like, "I think I need a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, yeah. I need a." P- well, it was like, "What do you want for your last?" Uh, like your final rights? With the, is there anything you want? And it was actually my. Um, Wait, your mum actually asked that. Yeah, uh, I was because I was very, you know. They were like, "Is there anything that you want? Wow, anything so you need?" And I was like, die. "And uh, yeah, because I was really like quite ill with meningitis and." Uh, my my godfather was um, gonna. He was sticking around in Australia, so he was gonna be able to come in and get me something. And uh, I just whispered in in his ear, I was like, "Can I have a PSP, please?" <laughs> <laughs> a PlayStation Portable. God, they were good. Yeah, and then uh, he got me it like a couple of days later, and I was there, but I was too ill to play it. But when I got the plane home, I spent the entire time playing Championship Manager. Instead of talking to my girlfriend. Was it worth <laughs> getting meningitis for? Uh, probably. Yeah. I, I don't know where that went, actually, which is a bit it's, of a it's, shame. It's hard, to, it's hard to see why you said my girlfriend of the time <laughs> rather than <laughs> my current girlfriend. We only st- we stopped in Thailand for about half an hour to refuel and I just to went charge s- your batteries. <laughs> straight to the charger. <laughs> just charged it up. It's terrible, really. Um, uh, Joe, uh, obviously, we're, well, I, I was going to say we're kind of coming to the end of lockdown, but I think we're about to head into another lockdown. Uh, we mentioned in your intro, you're a singer-songwriter. What have you been up to? Where can the audience hear your stuff? Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm in a band called The Travelling Band, which I spent most of my 20s and uh, 30s, well, some of my early 30s doing. Um, and then I have a solo project called Later Youth, and I also play with an artist called Lissy. Um, so you can find my music out there, and yeah, I'm, I'm out there and about doing my thing. But lockdown's been quite... Um, good for me in terms of creativity i've spent a lot of time writing and um practicing and doing a lot of the stuff that musicians who are on the road a lot don't get to do <clears throat> just reading and having some space and time to reflect on yeah. what's going on really so yeah. i've enjoyed it from an artistic perspective and obviously there's been natural frustrations for everyone but i think a lot of musicians apart from the money worry have actually enjoyed the space really yeah Absolutely. Uh, I have to ask, obviously, this podcast, it's your funeral. Um, Joe, what is your funeral experience? Um, and take that question as you as you want <coughs> to. It's quite a vague question. Uh, it is. I mean, most of the funerals that I've been to have been family members, um, which are obviously for obvious reasons there. Obviously, for obvious reasons, you can <laughs> cut that out. Uh, <laughs> sharp. It's very sharp. I need more wine. Um yeah, they're they're always quite somber, but also um, they very up. I find them quite uplifting at the same time. Um, everyone coming together, and you kind of realise family and friends, um, and you remember people, and then they they often end up being enormous piss ups. And I think the British and Irish tend to do funerals the best because we we're the best drinkers. So yeah. they often end in quite being quite nice times where you see people, um, but they're also you know th- you know they're very morbid. At the same time, my favourite uh, wedding, uh, sorry, funeral <laughs> moment uh, was my my grandma actually, which is it was more her is her kind of dying wish to be buried um, on top of my grandfather, <laughs> and and her reasoning was that that was how he liked it. Really? True. Yeah, that is very That's true. Fucking Legend. brilliant. So my Sorry. my grandma is buried on top of my granddad, and I remember her saying it. She was like. That's how he used to like it. <laughs> and then we went to the funeral and there and he had died before her. Um uh, th- you know, they, they were buried down in Sussex and there we there it is, you know, they they dig it all out and granddad's there, he's been there a few years and then they, they lowered her in straight on top of him. 
Did they like put them in, her in the same coffin, or did they? Uh, Not in the same coffin, no, just the coffin, on, coffin top. on top. Yeah. Yeah. That so so when your granddad was buried, was it he had to be de- buried in a slightly deeper plot? Exactly. They made room for her. Absolutely shaggers. Say, that, that to me is real love. <laughs> it's true. That is, that. Do you know what, Joe? Honestly, like as someone who uh, you know, I've been accused of being a commitment foe before. Um, that to me is like the one of the most romantic thing I've heard since um, obviously watching Titanic when those uh, that old couple die uh, holding hands. They were so in love, my grandparents. And when my grandfather died, it was it was terrible for her because it, her love was so enduring. And I think about my parents if one of them went as well. I think it's a real struggle for the uh, people who have been in love for so long and ne- when it never goes away, it's it just, it, you know, people die of a broken heart yeah. when they lose their, their, their lovers. And it did, it kind of happened. My grandma didn't in, in the end, didn't want to be there anymore, but um, she got her dying wish, which was to, to, oh. to mount your granddad in the grave. <laughs> that is one of the most uh, amazing. I was talking about this with someone recently. I don't know if it was you, Sam, but mm. someone said that actually it's men. If, if, Men's wives die first. Men last a lot shorter time. So they're just like, fuck when, this. Yeah. <laughs> when my nana died, my granddad, he said to me, when we were putting him in, in the grave, he said, oh, I, w- I want to jump in after her. And that was really sad. Mm. But then he just, yeah, he just sat there for like, you lived for a few years, but he, he gave up. He just, he's just like, oh, I'm done. You know, yeah. can't be bothered. Well, I think traditionally a lot of men just didn't know how to take care of themselves either, yeah. so they probably yeah. just died of malnutrition, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> drinking whiskey in the corner. I like the way that you said traditionally as if we're any different. <laughs> um, so, Joe, this is obviously called It's Your Funeral. Have you given much thought to the vision or how your funeral will be? Or, you know, maybe you only have because we've asked you to appear on this. No, I, do you know, I've, I have thought about it before and anyone with, any kind of semblance of narcissistic uh, <laughs> tendencies, which most which art, we all do, art, uh, artists, musicians, uh, there's a, a level of that. Um, but yeah, I, I I I always think of it in kind of slightly humorous senses. Um, my my family, uh, on my dad's side, are Quakers, um, and Quaker funerals are quite mellow. Um, but I porridge. Yeah, and I I, I do like the idea of that, but it's probably a little too mellow for me. And but I have imagined a kind of slightly. Um, I'm not sure if this is just out of order, but like basically faking your own death, but knowing that you're gonna die anyway. So you, you're yep. gonna die, and you know. Hmm. But then I want to fake my own death, and then get everyone there, and then do <laughs> do a spectacular <laughs> death in front of everyone, but like almost like Tom Daly esque dive into the casket uh, as the death in front of everyone. Hold on, so they think you're dead already. Yeah, and then I reappear. You reappear like immediately, Jesus. Surprise! <laughs> immediately um, do like an incredible dive yeah. into the casket and that's it. Yeah. Do you guys at Jumped all in. have a vision from when you were young? I have a weird vision of going to theme parks, which I think, I'm going to say Thought Park, but I don't think it was Thought Park. Maybe somewhere in America hmm. where they had people who would dive off like the most insanely high platforms <laughs> into, into the most pool. insanely <laughs> small paddling pool. <laughs> yeah. Now, am I forgetting? Am I like making they this don't up? Don't do that up north. There's it's, no way, you know. That's the vision anyway that I have of your funeral. Yeah, uh, I just show. want it, even if it was, you know, you could, because that might just be too hard and too, too dark and maybe I wouldn't want to do it, but maybe you could projection, uh, you know, art is pretty good these days. You can, project almost anything onto anything. Robbie Williams was 
playing on stage with what looked like Noel Fielding the other night. He was projected as being a good singer the other day. Yeah, no, but all right. you could probably do like an entire animation over whatever background you've got. Or whatever. Yeah, hologram mm. of, of your own death. Yeah. You know, what, what's the venue of this funeral then? Uh, with, you know, you've got to include, bear in mind, you've got to include um, projection, uh, huge uh, diving platform. Well, this is it. And like, I think, in um, especially in COVID times, I think venues and getting together is quite difficult. And my my brother got married the other day and he had a very modest, um, you know, civil wedding in a registry office and everyone had to space out. And it, it looked like Orwell's dystopian dream. It, uh, it was it wasn't like the the nicest venue right. for that. <laughs> so I, I was thinking I wouldn't want. I think I would want to go big, and I was thinking like maybe Sacra Familia in uh, Barcelona. I don't know if that's doable. Is I'm not that even the big cathedral. Yeah, yeah. Sagrada Gaudi's, Familia. Gaudi's yeah, it's church. the one that's not finished. Is that it's it? the one that's not finished? Yeah. Um, and it's the one that's it's amazing basically. And I'm not a Catholic, and they probably wouldn't accept me. And it's quite a hard to get everyone over to barcelona but there's worse places to. i find. got kicked out of there once when i was like 18 because i threw a paper airplane <laughs> off the top <laughs> <laughs> i was like on those little balconies at the top where you can walk around and i, I love this paper airplane off and the security guard this was like you out. really get out there's yeah. worse things to do in churches than <laughs> probably like blinded an old <laughs> lady when it landed <laughs> there that- are lots of things that get said in this podcast that immediately i think God, that's another podcast idea. Like, there are worse things to do in churches. <laughs> the What Have You Done in Churches oh, podcast. God. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, I once actually did, uh, and I'm not a Christian, but I, in my in my hometown village, um, they do Midnight Mass, obviously, every Christmas. Yeah. Um, but I used to sing. I first learned to sing in this church when I was about four, but my family's never been, you know, religious, you know, C of E or anything. But one year I showed up and... I was really pissed and everyone was going up to do like the body of Christ and stuff. And I remember just like kneeling down and the vicar just gave me this look like, you're not, you know, get the fuck out of here. You're not a believer. Because <laughs> like, I just wanted the wine. You're taking the piss out of religion. You're like Ribena. No, like, you know, to be fair, I love all the songs, you know, when it comes to religion, the songs are great. So I think... <laughs> You know, can you imagine the singing in uh, the Sagrada Familia? Like ev- all your yeah. friends, yeah. just get everyone there. It's still a building site, though, isn't it? Really? No, why? I think Not they're gonna. The I think they reckon they're gonna finish in about thirty-four years. Do you know, the stone that they're making it is comes from the quarry in the village I grew up in. Weirdly, it's it's like the best sandstone in the world. No way. Yeah, it all, it all gets shipped from Brinskill, where I grew up. Uh, is that why it's taking so long? Because yeah. the workers are from there as it's well. It's so amazing there. Have you ever been? No, I haven't. I haven't. It's, it's so, so good. like, and I recommend anyone like do the tour, do it twice, and you learn everything about like Gaudi's approach uh, and the way like nature and uh, faith come together, and it kind of makes sense of why he was so religious when you see um, the way he views nature and science in a kind of uh, godly way. It just yeah. it blew me away, but. You know, if they'd let me, I reckon that's a good place. Yeah. It blew you away, but most importantly, you. I think this is where I want my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> what tunes are you going to have on? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, if if I could get all the musicians I've ever, um, you know, ev- ever worked with or fr- you know, friends or whatever, uh, just fit them in there, mm. and everyone sing uh, like a, a massive version of helplessly hoping <laughs> it's like not again <laughs> yeah like, that, that's one of your songs right no no oh, no no, no. Joe, joe and i used to be in a band together and we used to hang around with a bunch of guys in different bands and we had a little sort of crew in our early 20s and yeah we used, it, 
after parties used to always end up with like a seven part harmony out of tune version of Helplessly Hope. Every Which is time. what by who? Crosby Stills and Nash. Crosby Stills oh, and Nash. I mean it's sorry, a beautiful sorry. you know, Crosby Stills and Nash do an amazing version. The Staves do a great version. We did a shit version. We've done many shit versions of yeah. it. But I, I I just think if you're gonna go for it and get a venue that big, get everyone together, then like yeah. a just a mass choral kind of Carmina Barana version of Helplessly Hope. Great. Joe, have you given any thought to um at your funeral in the big Barcelona cathedral that I can't pronounce. Uh, who's coming? Who's not coming? Is, is it literally open invite? Open invite or are there people who have scorned you? Yeah, I mean, I don't really hold many grudges. There's probably two people in the entire world that I've actually fallen out with properly. Um, <clears throat> and you're doing their podcast. <laughs> yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've, I don't, I like to think that I don't have many, you know, there's people out there who, who want, want uh, wish ill of me, but they're the kind of people that, people that probably wouldn't show up to yeah. a funeral anyway. But Yeah, and... Um have you given any thought to 
in your coffin. You're in a coffin. What are you wearing? What 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 are you dressing up as? Are you, you know, are you going traditional? I assume. Do you know what I was about to say? Traditional. You're in a suit. I kind of assume that when men are in an open casket, they're always wearing a suit. But maybe they're not. I don't know. I think open casket naked would be a good vibe. <laughs> Just like <laughs> maybe with those uh, those doctors things on, and there could be like penis. an installation where every now and then. Uh, you know, it's still got the heart beating. <laughs> and then every now and then one of the, the little things comes off my chest and then I die again. I mean, obviously my dying. To be to be fair actually, going going a bit more morbid, my, my grandfather, uh um, my dad's dad, John, he, he had an open casket and it was very odd because when people when the soul leaves the body, you really no one is there. And it's mm. it's mad. Like it's the only time I've ever really seen it and it was it uh, it blew my mind really because you know what someone looks like when there's life in them and when there's no life in someone's body it's almost like that they, they aren't there anymore and you can see it and i think cultures that do do it uh i understand why they do because it's part of the closure of realizing someone's gone um and i think when you don't have that you mean the open casket yeah of it, yeah uh, open cas- yeah there's closure for people i'm not sure it's it's a bit, it's a bit bleak, um, but I do think it w- does allow people to, uh, to get over stuff maybe a little bit quicker, possibly, yeah, and uh, yeah. reach that acceptance. You're right. I've seen that um, in people who died, and y- yeah, th- they're not there anymore at all, and it isn't them. The, sh- the shell isn't them. So, yeah, maybe that works. I don't know. I've never. Uh, we've discussed this before, but I've never. The only dead body I've ever seen is um, my grandpa's when. Uh, he died in a care home, and at the wake of his funeral, his carer came round with a selfie she'd taken with his dead body, <laughs> going, oh, "Look how, going, look how peaceful he looks." <laughs> what a that, you see, you see those horrible things where people are like leaning round for a selfie yeah. at their nan's funeral. It's like, fuck's sake! That's loads, of, loads of kids are doing TikTok videos at funerals, like like singing and dancing. Like, is that like, true? Yeah, I've seen them. Right. I mean, like with grandma dying in the background. <laughs> we deserve COVID for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I've never seen anyone's. But that's an interesting... Do you know what, Joe? You've put a, a genuine point on the open casket question that I've never really given much thought to before. For me, I just think... Like, our, our last guest, we interviewed Lisa Morris just before, and she was like... She, she was hilarious. She's like, I want to um, have an open casket and be put in clown face <laughs> <laughs> just to make people laugh. Very good. And it's really. like, could I, I could probably imagine myself thinking I'm funny enough to try and pull something off to make people laugh. But I guess, you know... I do think humour at funerals is really important. And uh, I don't really like those super dark, you know... A a, a bit of that, you know, sadness is really good. But I think it has to be... People need to be have a platform to be able to, like, open their hearts, talk about the person that's passed away. And that's always going to be sad. It's always going to be moving, depending on what's happened in their life and maybe how they died. Uh, but there has to be humor and there has to people there needs to be stories there needs to be uh you know there has to be that laughter otherwise what's the point yeah. you're just getting people together mm. to f- cry otherwise yeah or not cry like those north korean uh, when when the grand leader dies or whatever he's called uh-huh. and they're all there going ah! and like the it's like a culture of the more grief we show yeah. like the more of course they are yeah. it's bullshit <laughs> it's about they are in culturally you know, some some countries, it's like you have to show. You probably get shot grief. if you don't do it, though. Yeah. So. Whereas here, it's like, you, you know, 
here you need to be stoic. You know, traditionally in Britain, you know, British funerals, you gotta. I stick. don't give a fuck. Yeah, and then like maybe if you get one like slight tear just down the down the face, that's all right. Acceptable. Yeah. I want everyone to be weeping. Yeah, it's if like, like it's something like good in your will. I'll I'll do a good sob. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. You can have my Bob Dylan records. Right, fine. Yeah. yeah, big cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's it's interesting you have a strong view on how your funeral should be, but do you envisage yourself writing either in your will or elsewhere what you actually want, or do you think in reality you'll leave it to your nearest and dearest to decide? Um Oh God, this is a this is a big question and it's probably legally binding as well. Yeah, that's why we went for it. Um Yeah. No, I, I think it's important to um you know, to go with your heart with this stuff and make sure, you know, your nearest and dearest are taken care of. And then, I don't know, but then almost it's an opportunity, I suppose, to think about the people that you care about and what actually they might quite like. Um, you know, even splitting up your record collection. Like I'd probably give all my drum and bass records to, um, you know, the friends that I used to mix with, but I'm not planning on dying before any of them, to be honest. But I so. guess with your funeral, though, particularly it's a question, you know, going into that question or thinking about that question that I pulled out my head is like, it's a question of is the funeral for you and your legacy or is it for them and their closure? Um, I just got to be a bit, but I mean, I, I have to be, I don't really ever think about this, but which is why it has to be, it has to be humorous, but mm. if you're going to do it and plan it, then I think you, you may as well plan it properly. But, the, I mean, you, how how much are we talking about for the Sagrada Familia? They're going to want at least uh, five hundred grand. They want, a, I think, five hundred grand. Seems yeah, so I'm going to have to find. Gonna it, you. I'm going to have to find a different venue. I think in reality, <laughs> but if if like Center money, parks. money, <laughs> what you say that I'd fucking love to get so would like I. do like Wicker Man, but Center Parks Wicker Man, and just kind of get burnt up in one of those lodges with the jacuzzi. Yeah, that'd like be great. I think launching the corpse down that rapids thing, and everyone standing clapping. I deserve. I have to die at Centre Park. So I once did a shit in the <laughs> in the in the mini golf there <laughs> on a stag do. It was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. I hate Centre Park. How horrible. badly had you played that hole to do a shit there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I got frustrated at the uh, the eighteenth. You do deserve to have your funeral at Centre Parks as a result. That, that's, that'll probably cost more than Sagrada, Sagrada Familia. They're robbing bastards, aren't they, Centre Parks? Yeah, yeah it's expensive. like it's like three grand for like four <laughs> days <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we'll so all do yeah. it um joe we have to talk about uh dare i say it, the more important important part of any funeral which is the wake yeah um now we've talked a lot about this uh in this series what or how or you know what do you envisage your wake looking like in terms of venue in terms of you know is it a party you know, what are you giving? What are you giving to us left behind, devastated Joe, for to see off your your body? <laughs> well, I think basically getting everyone sat down, almost like a venue, and then just have my entire back catalogue <laughs> being played. I knew that was going to happen. About for like 10 hours, just like, and then slowly but surely people start to leave. Merch stall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not sure. I'm not sure if it's as slowly or surely as you think, Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like very, very quickly, halfway through the first album, 
I wouldn't be surprised if you popped up out of the coffin to do a little song. <laughs> jo, jo, Joe's uh, any, any house party after a few beers. Jo, there's, there's a guitar there. All Damn of a sudden, right. Joe's doing a gig. gig. Damn right. Yeah, but he's a very talented man. I don't want the very, audience to think very talented. That it's, it's no. No, I mean, out of place. I am only kidding, but... Um, It'd be funny. Yeah, I but I, I quite like, actually, like the, the wakes that I've been to have mm -hmm. always been, you know, they're kind of awkward affairs, um, but they're the best bit. In reality, you know, why awkward? What makes you think of the awkwardness of them? Well, I think often you're. It, de it depends if 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 it's your close friend or family, then people, you, you know, it's people coming to say it's a, mm. a you know, sorry you for know, your loss. Yeah, that share their condolences with you, or um, or you don't, you know, it's just quite awkward socially. But then people start to warm up a bit, and then before you know it. it Without fail, it always it's an orgy. It always <laughs> ends in carnage. Um, but I don't like the idea of a wake being uh, miserable in any way. My mate, it needs to be crying, but there needs to be mainly joy, I think. Yeah. My mate Johnny, his dad died last year, tragically. And um, at the funeral, he, um, <laughs> he ended up shagging his, his sister's mate <laughs> at oh the wake. <laughs> Did you change his pants. name for this story, Sam? <laughs> no, but he won't care. He won't listen anyway. But yeah, he, he, um, he was at uh, this girl he'd fancied since childhood. He was like his sister's best friend or something. Like he was at the wake <laughs> and, he, and he ended up chatting to her. And then they, like, <laughs> then they had sex in the toilet or something. It's like, oh my. It's, He's like, that's what, what my dad would have want. wanted. Yeah. What a monster. Um, Okay, and then so what? What are we talking about? Are we talking about what do you think? Like a pub or a, a you know what? What kind of venue? And mo most importantly, we ask this a lot because it is important to people. What is the spread like? What What is the spread at a Joe Dudridge? The spread way? of Corona. Or the, the spread of Corona. <laughs> well, assuming we all get Corona there, the food spread and is it a free bar, etc. Uh, I mean, if I leave enough behind, yeah, I'd like it to be a free bar. I think anyone, you know, anyone would. Um, uh, and what kind of spread? I pr probably my own ribs, like <laughs> marinated. <laughs> no. uh, what kind of food? I always, I, I mean, people underrate Nando's, but I think that would be quite a good, you know. No, I'm totally with you there. Like, I couldn't have nodded my head any harder <laughs> there. Nando's would be fucking everything. And I feel like it's interesting that you said it in that way, because it, to me, you said it as if you're like, oh, I feel like people will judge me on this. But meanwhile, most of the most of the fucking funeral spreads are absolute shit sandwiches and whatever. Yeah. Not shit sandwiches, but <laughs> bad sandwiches. But if Na if you were there and there was a table and Nando started coming up, if Mr. I'd and be Mrs. talking Nando's about that funeral came, forever. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. If Mr. and Mrs. Nando's came along and yeah. you had a, the whole From spread Portugal. of all the sauces. I mean, it's all about the sauces course, anyway. Yeah. But I would insist on, you know, like free range organic chickens being involved. <laughs> I don't think Nando's do this. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I actually asked one of the assistant managers at Nando's once why they didn't. They he didn't know because it's cheaper to just get the. Of course evil it fucking ones. is, but it would make me feel so much better about having this filthy habit if they were at least <laughs> yeah. free range. But it's not stopping you, Joe. So it's not stopping me. No. Have you given any thought to your either if you want one, and if so, what will be written on your headstone in the ground? And where will it be? Where do you want to be buried as well? Let's ask that while we're at it. Um, 
I'd like I don't I think I'd like a statue which had my actual body inside of it. I was, when I discovered that mm -hmm. statues that like, don't actually have people inside of them, I was a bit upset. I when did you discover that? When I was about six or something. <laughs> I used to think that statues. Just Is that because of Ghostbusters when like the the crazy dogs at the end open up and it's actually the it's Sigourney Weaver and uh, oh yeah, yeah thingy inside and Rick Moranis inside it. Maybe that's yeah, why you maybe that, that is that it. Might have been you it. know, but yeah, exactly. When yeah. they all break out, yeah. but yeah, because I think all oh, right, Quake Quakers don't tend to have marked graves, which is uh, so. My grandfather was buried in a forest somewhere, and that was pretty cool. No, that's true. My ex girlfriend's mum was a Quaker, and she has a tree. Yeah, and yeah. I I really like that, and like obviously take everything I say with a pinch of salt because I'm just trying to find the humor in the in yeah. the morbidity, but. If you're gonna do it, if you like, th I think if you're gonna go into a coffin and then it gets buried and then you've got a gravestone, well, why not just have a like a statue of yourself with your body inside of it? Is that weird? Yeah. Is it so? If the stat, so if the statue's concrete, will um, worms be able to get in it to eat it like it would be in the ground? Like, or will it, or does it just waste away and you're still just? Be I'm bones? assuming worms can swim upwards, but into concrete. No, no, it'd have to be like hollow concrete so your body can be in it. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyone in construction? Can anyone help us out here with? Well, you'd probably have to get your body like dipped into concrete. All I'm saying is maybe that could be the bottom of the pool that I dive into. All I'm saying, <laughs> all I'm saying is, would your body be preserved for longer because you're in a concrete statue? That's all I'm asking. Then, if you're just in a a wooden a casket in the floor, in which case, for me, I, I from what I've heard, you just get eaten by worms straight away. Which, again, is probably the pe people who choose to get cremated aren't actually putting their body back into nature, which is no. a good reason not to do it. But yeah, if I think if you if you get buried, then you probably should let worms eat you. And aren't you worms can starving though? Are they <laughs> probably all right, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, but if you could become a courgette, that yeah. would be quite good. Knowing that you're going to die and then you're in the ground and then. Someone's going to eat yeah, it. Hold on a minute. I've never given this any thought. When I'm eating vegetables, am I eating dead bodies? Yeah. Potentially. Am I dead if, 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 there was, if there was probably like 40 years later, once you'd become being, you know, I don't know, you don't see courgettes in graveyards. That Do you know figs are full of wasps? What? Yeah, every fig has Every a fig's got wasps in it. Yeah, like yeah. A, wa a, wa a female wasp climbs into the fig and she loses her wings on the way in. And it's like a, they've got like a symbiotic relationship where they... The the wasp pollinates the fig. The, a fig is flower, really. It's not um, a fruit. And yeah, it the wasp flies in and then it lays its eggs. It dies in there, the mother wasp. And then these little like larvae things climb out like the baby wasps fuck and fuck off. And then the, the the fig absorbs the mother wasp. So when you eat a fig, you're eating basically a wasp pie. Bloody hell. Um, Joe, we're slightly we we're in a new studio today. We haven't tried before. It's amazing, by the way. Um, but we're slightly worried that the uh, lights may turn out at the end. So we're going to ask you one last question. We ask everybody: How do you, Joe Dudridge, want to be remembered? Um, I want to be remembered as someone who dedicated their life to their passion and had a good time and uh. And supported and loved the people that were important to them, I guess. Very worthy. Lovely stuff. Lovely. Very impressive. Once again, Joe, tell the audience where they can find your work. The, tra the traveling <coughs> band and uh, your Later solo youth. project, Later Youth. Later Youth. And yeah, you can Will find you be me. gigging w as them when um, life returns? 
yeah, Life Returns. I am getting this month, but uh, you can edit this out if it doesn't work. But um, at the well, bed, at the at the Bedford, we're at the beginning of September. It probably won't come out before that. But at the moment, we're at the beginning of September. Joe will be gigging. Although we've just literally today heard that things are back to only hanging out with six people. So well, you knows? can hang out with six people in a pub watching music. Yeah, because that makes perfect sense. It makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> but I will sing and spit on them when I do it. So late youth on Instagram. Where on can Instagram, find um, on Facebook. Yeah, just if you type. Type in later youth and you'll probably find me. Uh, fantastic. Joe, thanks so much for coming thanks on lot, the Joe. show. You've been a brilliant guest. Uh, please do subscribe to It's Your Funeral. Drop us a comment and a rating. Uh, and also, once again, send us any of your funny funeral slash death slash any stories. Uh, the email address is pod. It's your funeral at gmail.com and we'll read out the best stuff and get back in touch with you. Also, please do follow at Vom Cruz. Don't bother Sam, doing that. On Instagram, do. He's a very funny meme curator and writer. And have a listen to my other podcast, Almost Famous, all about getting inside the bubble of the weird world of fame and how it affects those who experience it. And we'll be back next time with another episode of It's Your Funeral. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.